Welcome to Fitzant Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer, designed to keep you informed and captivated about the South African residential property market. Subscribe to our channel today and enjoy conversations with some of the most influential, innovative, and interesting industry experts, stakeholders, and scheme executives as they render input in today's property market. Good day. Once again, welcome to our Fatans Property Exchange. I'm Pearl Skeltema, the CEO of Fatan Estates, and yes, we are celebrating Women's Month our achievements and progress in the property industry. We don't often get the opportunity to appreciate and acknowledgement, uh, acknowledge the accomplishments of women in our industry. Joining me today are three distinguished ladies. What an honor to share our thoughts and perspectives. Jolene Wasserman, our first guest. She is the Manager of Governance, Compliance and Enforcement and Training at CSAS the Community Schemes Ombud Service, a body which we had to get used to over the past three years. Then Michelle Dickens, in no order of importance. Um, Michelle actually does not need an introduction. I've spoken to her many times before. She is the Managing Director and Co-Founder of TPN, the National Credit Bureau. And last but not least, Johette Smits. She's the Head of Data and analytics of PayProp Capital, an automated payment and reconciliation platform specific for the residential rental market. Good day, ladies. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Hello. Okay, so we're off. Let's start off. How did you all become part of whatever it is you are doing? Let's start off with you, Michelle. How long have you been with TPN? When did you start this company? Paul, we are celebrating our 21st uh, birthday this year. We um, I, I started the company in 1999, and it was because there were uh, challenges to collect rent. There were challenges with tenants abs were absconding. We didn't have the, the Rental Housing Act in those days. And so I wanted, I wanted to create a platform where landlords could share their experience about tenant behavior. Um, and uh, we went to market in 2000. So it's our, our 21st birthday this year. That is absolutely awesome. Jolene, CSAS has been in existence um, from 2016. When did you join? Thanks, Paul. And thanks for having me. Um, it's, uh, it's an honor. Yes, I've joined the CISOS actually in 2015. So I've been also I've been employed there for almost seven years now. And it's been a roller coaster ride, I have to admit, but it's throughout, you know, my passion for property and property law and community schemes and ensuring good governance has grown throughout the years. So um very excited still to be at the CISOS. And um there's so much more that's um you have to look out for and the industry of what we are planning in the coming months and hopefully years. Thanks. Awesome. Johet, how long have you been with PayProp? Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. It's always lovely to chat with you. Um, hmm. I've been with PayProp for almost um, five years now. I'm a boomerang employee. I worked there about 10 years ago, um, did an internship and then left to work in the investment industry. 
and then our previous CEO, um, Lo, approached me um, to come back and, yeah, haven't looked back since. Goodness, 21 years, seven years, five years. I'm going to outdo all of you. I've been with Fatan for 34 years. We said, wow. we, we said we're not going to talk about age today, but I joined, <laughs> I joined in 1987, and I also have not looked back one single minute. Um, I've started off studying education, wanting to be a teacher and quickly realized that that's not the way to go, just to find out that that's exactly what I'm doing here. So Jolene, I'm joining you. I am very much involved in education on a day-to-day basis, teaching governance, how things should be done and interpreted. Great. So, um, Michelle, what are your thoughts on the situation of gender transition in the property industry in South Africa? Paul, thank you very much for that. Gender transition in the in the property industry, and it depends in the different uh, categories of property that we look at. In terms of our data, from an ownership perspective, is very pleasing to see that more than 50% of property transfers at the moment are to females. And that has come up from, if we- That's interesting, wow. If we were to go and look all the way back in the the 1980s, that number sat at 30%, and then it shifted in the late 80s up to 45%, um, and it only breached the 50% mark in, in 1997. Um, women sure. are less risky than men because in the global financial crisis, less women were affected um, in terms of um, exiting the market. Um, and um, so we've, we've seen since the 2009 period that over 50% of uh, our transfers are to, um, are to females. So that's fabulous news. Yes, that is fabulous indeed. Jolene, do you believe there are more female property professionals now than there were 10 years ago? And and to what extent is their representation at senior level? Yes, I think, um, and that's, and I'm very excited to 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 join Michelle um, with with these statistics on female buyers, and more so with um, ownership of female managing agents and ownership of these agencies, um, it was predominantly male um, 10 years ago. However, what we've seen now is that females are the managing directors, they're the chief, um, the CEOs of the companies, the mm-hmm. portfolio managers. They're not just portfolio managers, but they are in an executive role, in a senior management role. And, and that is great, you know, that, 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 and we are also at the CISOS very passionate about transformation and, and, and very much passionate about women in leadership positions. As you will see uh, with the CISOS management and senior management team, there is a number of women. And I do believe that the woman is now going to start outnumbering the men in senior management at the CISOS. You know, so we are very excited about that. Um, women are doing it for themselves. Um, more and more women are buying properties on their own nowadays, not, not joint um, um, ownership anymore. They are buying for, um, for various amounts, ranging from um, 500,000 up until 4 million. 
you know, wow. doing it on their own. So very excited to see that. And I, and I would love to be part of this change. And I am going to be part of this change going forward. Great stuff. Okay. So um, what do you believe has aided or hampered this transformation from a more male-predominant um, situation and females joining at the moment? Any of you are welcome to answer. Um, it's Michelle here. I think I'll agree with Jolene. It's absolutely about um, employment access to employment, access to income that enables people to get into the market and to um, purchase their own assets. And absolutely in terms of first-time home buying, um, being able to do that at a, at a younger age and... Um, and, and sometimes on your and sometimes on your own. So I do think access to employment and income has empowered many many uh, women. Whereas um, decades ago, uh, it wasn't the the employment and earnings power of women was different. And they re, they they relied on the hubby to support, and now they can support themselves. Beautiful. Mm, awesome. Okay. Um, so what more do you think needs to be done in order to see more women progressing? Go ahead. Would you like to respond to this? Sure, Paul. Thank you. Um, like with most things um, where there's a certain level of inequality, I don't think it is just an, a female issue to solve. It's a business issue um, that we must solve. I mean, there's so much research that shows that um, companies benefit when they have a more diverse workforce, whether it's male, female, um, or whatever type of diversity we're talking about. But I think a good start is education, again, back to education, um, about the extent of the issue. I mean, in many forums, we can see that people have a very skewed opinion of the facts. For example, um, challenges that women face in the workforce that men don't face necessarily, or even just, you know, um, becoming aware of any biases that we might have um, in the way that we judge people or um, with income disparity. So I think education is a, is a good starting point um, to help with this. Me and, me and Jolene and definitely Michelle as well would definitely support this, allowing other people to take the forehand. And now that we start educating ourselves, getting support from other women in this education process makes us powerful. This empowers us. Definitely it does. Okay, so what advice would you provide to other female property professionals who are having trouble establishing themselves and thriving in the field? Michelle? I think mentorship is an, plays an incredibly important role. Um, and it doesn't need to be formal mentorship, but I do believe that having access to um, someone who you can bounce ideas off, who you can grow with, who you can network with. Networking is, is so important to grow your base of people, of your support system around you that can share their experiences in order for you to grow and learn from those. For example, when I started TPN, I was, when I met my shareholder, I was the age of 23. 
and um, I felt that age would be my biggest um, reason for um, a shareholder not supporting or believing in me rather than being female per se, even, even back in 1999. But I had the support of my family around me to help me and guide me in things like how do you create a business plan? How do you create um, a, a budget uh, for the business that I could prepare and present? And my partners, shareholders that I um, that I that we started the business with, again, were of an older generation that I got an enormous amount of support and learning and mentorship from at a very young age. That's that is awesome, really. It is, Jolene. Your thoughts on this? I I do think is to. Equip yourself with the relevant knowledge. Power is knowledge. And at the end of the day, you should not wait for someone to transfer that skill to you. You can take the legislation. You can read through it. You can tap into the CSOS knowledge. You can contact us. Um, we host a number of seminars and webinars on breaking down legislation. Do not wait for someone else to tell you this is the right opportunity. Just go for it. Just dig into it. I mean, when I started at the CSOS, I, I wasn't sure what it was. I read the Act Like a Parrot, and I thought it's a it's a charity for the community, uh, you know. So, and I just started with it, and ever since, it, it's been my love ever since, you know. And I and I don't really want to do anything else. So just start, and then also we have to create opportunities for these women. Correct. You know, we Correct. can't just say. Here's the knowledge, you know. So if you have that knowledge, you know, then you must be able to partner up, whether it be with the CISOS, whether it be with another strategic partner, in order to enable you to have a position to move forward. So that works hand in hand, I believe. Edu well, knowledge, education, and then, of course, being employed at the end of the day. Correct. Your head. Um, I think yeah, my answer definitely um, links in with Jolene, but but I think the biggest thing I would say is stop trying to be something that you're not. We are women. We have certain strengths that men don't have. And in, instead of trying to do things like a man would do it, we should just embrace ourselves and value ourselves and use our strengths. There's more than one way to be successful in business. Um, yeah, yeah, too bad. Don't have to do it the way that men do it. We are perfectly capable of su succeeding using our own strengths as women. I I would like to share a little thing with you. When I started with Fitzani States, um, I always had the situation where, say, for example, an owner would receive an account for a geezer that had to be repaired. And um, this account will then be debited to his levy account. And he's very upset because the geezer is situated in the roof area and it's not part of his section. So that does not make him responsible. And I would get these phone calls um, explaining to me, listen, uh, the geezer is not part of my section. It's in the roof area. And why should I be kept liable? And then I would explain because the sectional titles act prescribes your responsibility for this and he says but it's on the outside it's the master flow leaking and i said well if it's part of the hot water system then unfortunately you are responsible but lady please can i speak to your boss so that i can just explain to him <laughs> and then then the utter disgust when i say but i am the boss and i do understand what you're talking about <laughs> 
<laughs> so you're, you're, hit, you're quite right. We don't have to do it like men. We have our own skills and own manner of doing with things that is sometimes better and sometimes just as good as men, um, just as long as you are respected and acknowledged for what you know. Um, lastly, ladies, do you have a motto or a philosophy that you live by that would help um, you, that have helped you on your path and success in your career? Let's start off with Michelle. The word that I live by is consistency. And it doesn't matter what I'm applying that to, whether I am setting out to run a marathon or I am reading a book or I'm... On a diet. <laughs> on a diet or, or, or education. Um, I still, to this day, I, I still do um, uh, courses and, um, and, and, and educate myself formally. And it's all about consistency. It, you can't build a mountain in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's built Correct. little bits at a time. And it's about understanding, for me, what are the goals? What is the road that I'm you know, walking at this point? And where do I expect to, uh, what, what is my end goal? And little bit by little bit, consistently every day, you will move towards that. Okay. Your head, your thoughts, your word. <laughs> Mine is very simple, Paul, um, and it's something that I that I try to to apply daily. But if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> okay. My word, I would say, is never give up. Yes, not all days are good days, but most days are good days. And just carry on until you get to that good day. But never, ever give up. Jolene, what's your word or your philosophy? It's, it's another simple one, but I live by it. It's, it's hard work. Hard work and constantly gaining knowledge, educating yourself um, through whichever means. I mean, I learn every day from clients at the CISO still that they ask a question that I say, oh, hang on, let me go and um, look into this or read up on this, you know. So the hard work and knowledge is, is how I live my life and how I live by at the CISOs. And um, at the end of the day, that's all I can go by and that's all that I can give. So that's, and that's, that's good enough. Answer. And that's that's good enough. There's there's something that you said that 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 also reminds me. I think women are more prone to um, acknowledge that they have that they were wrong or made a mistake, and more willing to correct that. So we have consistency. Do not be the smartest person. Work hard. Uh, never give up. Those are powerful powerful messages. These ladies have made their mark in the industry. They are well-renowned for their leadership, knowledge, and professionalism. It was such a privilege talking to you all. Ending off, I'm going to ask you where our listeners can get hold of you. Go ahead. Thanks, Bill. Um, you can get a hold of me um, 
by email. Uh, my email address is uhead.smuts at paprop.co. How do you spell that? Just spell that. <laughs> it's uh, J-O-H-E-T-T-E. Okay. And for more information about Payprop, you can go to za.payprop.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Michelle? Paul, thank you so much for including me in this very powerful conversation. And to my other panelists, um, just so proud of what women have achieved. If anyone wants to get hold of me, you can contact me on my email address, which is michelle at tpn.co.za. Thank you so much. Jolene, I don't think you want to give out your information because everyone wants to know about CSOS. But please share that with us. Not at all. One of the uh, thank you very much for this opportunity, uh, Paul. It's always a pleasure um, dealing with with your with your company. Um, and one of the visions of the CSOS is to be accessible to individuals. So not only am I going to give you my email address, I'm always also going to get the listeners my cell phone number. Oh wow! Um, oh, wow. Contact me. That's brave <laughs> of you. Not at all. You know, not at all. There's uh, Paul. If you think about it, there's a million. The CSOS has got a million clients in South Africa, and you will still be surprised that each and every day there's another client, potential client, phoning us and say, but I've not been aware of a CSOS. Please, can you help me with this and this? So we have a huge responsibility in South Africa, and we take it very seriously. That being said, it's Jolene. It's J-O-H-L-E-N-E dot Wasserman, W-A-S-S-E-R-M-I-N, at CSOS, C-S-O-S dot org dot Z-A, alternatively, cell phone number 66 Three zero two five four zero eight. Thank you, ladies. I can't tell you what a privilege this was. Thank you so much, taking time out of your busy schedule to share your thoughts with us, and we will be talking soon. This was Fitzsound Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer. Not only do we keep you informed on the very latest in the property industry, we also empower by expanding your knowledge base. Make sure to visit www.fitzon.co.za to find out more about sectional title scheme management, letting, sales and trustee training. Remember to subscribe to our channel and follow us on all our social platforms.